Hey everyone, welcome to The Crunch. This is Ethan. Hope you're having a great week. Just wanted to chat with you a little bit before we got started here this week on the episode. It's a great one. Uh, Patrick and I talk a little bit about our time together in Chicago that we had earlier this week, some of the uh, experiences that we had together. Um, we address uh, a little bit the wildfire situation going on up in Canada and New York. Uh, we talk a little bit about uh, shampoo. It actually ends up being quite a long segment. I promise you it's worth it. Um, and we talk, <laughs> we talk about our pilgrimage that's coming up next month uh, to the Holy Land and all of the things that are involved in that. Just realizing that we're going on this huge trip here pretty soon. Uh, and then kind of our topic this week is I, I'm moving tomorrow. So I talked about that last week, but I, this is my last night in this house. And you can see the kind of the chaos behind me if you're on YouTube. So uh, we talk a little bit about uh, what it means uh, spiritually to like move into a place that you own instead of rent and kind of what that means to me and Patrick and some of our thoughts on ownership and on money as it relates to scripture and Adam and Eve. It was a really interesting conversation. So I hope you guys uh, check it out all the way to the end. We also have a big, big, big announcement that we get into in the middle of the episode this week. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to two uploads a week. That's right. Two uploads a week. We've been doing one upload a week for like seven years and uh, it's time for us to up our game. So we're going to be doing an upload on Sunday and then uh, an upload on Wednesday. You listen to the episode, we'll talk about exactly what it's going to look like, but we're going to be doing a, a just a normal show on Sundays, and then we'll be doing the Dating Corner uh, full episode on dating and relationships every Wednesday. So make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a review, tell your friends, because we're about to be doing some really, really big things. I'm excited for you guys to be a part of it. And if you want to support us, please, please go over to patreon.com slash the crunch we would love to get some more patrons on board because not only are you supporting us in doing two episodes a week for free you're also supporting us in releasing a third bonus hour-long episode uh for the ten dollar month and up patrons so we'd love to keep doing that we would love to get you on board we'd love to share our more unfiltered thoughts about uh, all of the things that are going on uh, that maybe we can't share on the main show so please go to patreon.com slash the crunch and We'd like to share with you a little bit about Decided Excellence Catholic Media, who's a sponsor of this week's episode. Decided Excellence is a print media company. They do these gorgeous, beautiful, amazing publications focused on bringing together communities in the name of Jesus Christ and lifting up specifically parishes. Now, a lot of people say, oh, the parish is dying, the parish is this, the parish is that. The truth is the parish exists and we have to work in that system. A lot of people think that you just put something in the bulletin and that's all it takes. The really, really cool thing about Decided Excellence's parish model that you can find out about at decidedexcellence.com is that it doesn't matter whether or not someone comes to church and gets the bulletin. They have the addresses of everyone in those parish boundaries and they mail every single person a magazine. So 100% of the parish gets reached with a beautiful, informative, Orthodox Catholic magazine. It's way better looking than a bulletin. So many people open it and read it and say that the magazine is the reason that they got re-involved in their parish community or involved for the first time. So you can reach registered parishioners, Catholics, non-registered people, non-practicing Catholics. It doesn't matter. Anyone who lives in these parish boundaries, you can reach them. Uh, it's, it's a great supplemental way for pastors and parish staff to go door to door without all that hassle of actually going door to door. 
it's an attractive medium. It shows not only the beauty of the Catholic faith, but the really cool and exciting things that are happening in the ministries of your specific parish. So get out there. Get to decidedexcellence.com. Tell your pastor, hey, we need Decided Excellence magazine at our parish because it's cool and the bulletin's lame. Check it out. I would like to thank Decided Excellence so much for sponsoring this episode of The Crunch. I hope you enjoy the episode. Go to decidedexcellence.com and patreon.com slash the crunch. And here we go. What do you want to start with? How drunk you were on Monday or how tired you were on Tuesday? I was not that tired on Tuesday. <laughs> and I was not that drunk on Monday. You weren't. But no one's going to believe you because you're the guy that before every episode for like the last three weeks pulls out a bottle of Smirnoff watermelon oh, and me? pretends to take a shot. You mean a bottle of a fine uh, bottle of Malibu? Malibu. That's Malibu. What it is, that he still has. The, the mall stands for bad and the ibu stands for ibu. Isn't aren't those those big birds in Australia? That's an ibu. The great ibu war. Don't take it. Don't take it. No. No. Oh, Patrick. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, the I hated. Go? Oh, it's all the way into there. I hated I what Sean, you did with your mouth. I told Sean that he had this, and he was like, "I still have that." And I was like, "Yeah, it's probably gross." Er. Yeah. Anyway, I gotta get the cap. Yeah, get the cap, and then we can start the episode. Oh, dude. Why? Sean <laughs> is not vacuumed in here. I guess. What did you expect? <laughs> I expected some class. Is what I get, expected. You, you gotta get your own place, man. <laughs> you, can't, you can't keep living with these people oh my gosh that was a living creature i saw i saw like hooves another... <laughs> it was a cloven animal oh no oh my goodness yeah that was wild um yeah let's start let's start the show Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that survived the streets of Chicago. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. Dude, we were together in person. We were person. together in, in, in Chirac, baby. And I in only less, got shot at twice. For only for less than 24 hours. Was it less than? I guess because you left yeah. at 3 on mm -hmm. Tuesday. Dang. I got in at 7 on Monday and I left at 3 p.m. on Tuesday. We didn't even share a hotel room. We, we couldn't be... Um, but buddies no <laughs> what's, what's we're sharing a hotel room what's the word bunk, when you got bunk buddies but moving buddies. on yeah, yeah we're gonna share a hotel room in, in israel though we are are we really probably are we really gonna are we staying in hotels in israel or are mm -hmm. we sleeping under the stars in booths <laughs> no we're sleeping like in the hotels. jews of your <laughs> i don't know anything about your but my uh-huh but okay. it's staying in a hotel okay <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that crazy that that's in like a month? Stop. Don't remind me. I, you know what else? So I want to talk about Chicago. I want to talk about the pilgrimage. I want to talk about a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. um, gosh, there's so much. There's so much to say. But you, so we were in Chicago together and we had um, an interesting experience. Something that I did not know about Chicago is that every bar and every restaurant has a slot machines in it. Yes. Yeah. Like not just the places that you would expect, you know, like a rundown motel or like mm -hmm. kind of a skeevy 
You need to bar. stop gesturing. And I'm not gesturing. The oh, sorry. I'm not gesturing and hitting the camera. I don't yeah. know. What, I don't know what you're talking about. I need to get a more stable setup. This whole this whole operation, this entire podcast, actually has been run off of a, I think, eighty dollar Target desk. Yeah, you which just that goes thing. to show I got to get it fixed. Yeah. You think me being thrifty is a problem that we have to fix? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're saying I don't spend enough money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy a MacBook Pro right now on the live oh, on the oh show. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> macbook pro no <laughs> but it's so we were in uh like a restaurant after you left and it was nice it was boot there were like leather seats and it was cool and hip and yeah. had tattoos and all these things and it was really I, it was clean it uh-huh. was wonderful and then just on your way to the bathroom there's just a bright neon sign that says slots and then you go down the hallway and there's just slot machines Mm-hmm. It's like from the nicest restaurants to the not as nice restaurants. It was oh you mean oh you mean really Cooper's Hawk. No, no 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 not Cooper's Hawk. Machines? Oh, not Cooper's Hawk. It was um Lucky's. No 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 no. Of course Lucky's had slot machines, but it was oh. uh wherever I went with John on Tuesday. Oh yeah. oh you where you went after? I was like yeah I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah yeah yeah. 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 No, we went to several bars and restaurants. There were all kinds of bars and restaurants. We were all together. It was me, Patrick, Mrs. Ruby. John Blevins, Keith from Grassroots Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anyone I'm missing? Who, who is who is 37, married and has children? Which you wouldn't believe by looking at him. Gosh. I pegged him. I pegged him at 27. You I was did like, what to him? Our age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I was like, I was like, that guy's 27. That's I was like, he's a year older than me. That's where I put him. Yeah. But he no. was like, no, I'm 37. Gosh. I have a wife and two children. Yeah, he's handsome. We were there. It was for a, a meeting of the minds. He does think we're hilarious. Keith, I love having Keith around because he's an easy laugh. Like he it's, at all our jokes. I love having people around that is just like guaranteed. You do something just a little bit outlandish, mm-hmm. you're getting a chuckle. Mm-hmm. It's like a con. It's more addicting yep. than 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 the slot machines. Like it is. <laughs> if I had a choice between pumping in two dollar bets over and over again on a bright and shiny machine, or just like casually swinging my leg over a railing when i'm not supposed to and getting a laugh out of keith every time then i'm i'm do, i'm swinging the leg i'm baby. swinging it baby <laughs> i'm sticking when, it out when there. when rob from spirit juice shout out spirit juice was doing our he did free headshots for us so prepare oh, for I was professional so profile photos in the, i saw I, some of those on this <laughs> camera i looked good you looked good i bet I did. you did yeah. yeah i bet you did yeah keith keith was i was i was doing my headshots and keith was waiting uh-huh. best case scenario because he that's was like laughing perfect he was gassing me up he was like pat you're hilarious keep yes. laughing we got to get it. keith on the show yeah because then it would just be kind of like a comedy show that you and i are doing for him and he wouldn't really <laughs> say like, anything ah. and he's just yeah keep going yeah do more do yeah. fun dance monkey yeah uh, we got to get everybody from the naples summit on the show you think that well, wouldn't i think that Katie would be bad. and john keep yelling at us no not at the same time yeah 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 we were all together because there's a, a burgeoning community of, of people who care about Catholic content, and they're all working together to see what the future might hold. And it's very, very exciting. And there's a lot of and things. if you're a Catholic content creator and you're listening to this, you should yeah. DM us. Yeah, DM us, and we'll get you hooked up. Yep. Uh, and it's a it's a really cool group. But So we were all together, and we were kind of meeting and hanging out, and um, it was just really, really fun. And it was good to see you, uh-huh. and uh, it was good to see you uh tying one off as they say i don't know what that means that is a phrase when you say about someone who's drinking a lot 
I did have a lot to drink. Yeah. I really did. I made, so I made that mistake at the last one. Oh, so yeah? in January when we all met, I, uh, I'm sorry, you made a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. What? Do you, no, it wasn't a mistake. Me it was, drinking that much was, was great. No, 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 <laughs> certainly not. It's like, you don't regret it in the moment, but I've since learned that like, maybe I'm allergic to alcohol or maybe I'm like 155 pounds and I should just like drink more it. water. But mm-hmm. I was out having a great time. This is in Naples and John kept buying me bourbon just yeah. over and over again. And he's a bourbon guy. He's like a connoisseur. He's like, this one's really nice. This one's even nicer. Okay. The next one is going to be the nicest and most expensive of all of them. And I'm buying all of these for you and you're going to drink mm-hmm. with me. And so it's like, I can't turn him down, but he also, he's, I don't know if you've seen him. He's a bit bigger than me. And so I don't think he knew what it was doing to me. So when I got back to the hotel in Naples that night, I like I laid there and I watched a whole movie. We got back at like 1.30, but I was feeling so like sick to my stomach. I was like nauseous. I wasn't uh-huh. I had not lost my faculties of rationality, but I just yeah. felt bad. <laughs> and so I was <laughs> so I just laid there and I watched a horror movie because I thought maybe that that would like kind of jolt me out of it. And it didn't. And it just made me afraid to go to bed after I didn't feel sick anymore. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing you could have done. <laughs> I'm not very smart. First of all, first of all, alcohol yeah. makes you sleepy. It doesn't make you sleep well. No, but it does make you sleepy. It's, it, it's, it makes you sleepy. And yeah. then you decided that you were going to watch a horror movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a really bad idea. Yeah, um, it felt like a good idea because it's like, oh, I'll never get to watch this movie with Emma. This is so out of her zone of movies that she would watch. I have like a low grade tolerance for horror. Like I can't do anything super crazy, but like it was yeah. the movie Barbarian for those watching along at home. It uh, was the movie. It was the movie <laughs> Goblins 2. The Leprechaun. Yeah, Leprechaun. It was Leprechauns 1 through 4. Back to <laughs> back to the hood. Um, those movies are crazy. But anyway, so this time in Chicago, I was like, I know myself. I know when I'm around my friends, I'm going to want to drink a lot. And uh, I'm not going to do it. So I had one drink at dinner, one drink at the first bar, and one drink at the second bar. And that was it. And I came out clean, actually Mm -hmm. way cleaner than everyone else. Do you know why? Because I played the slot machine. You did. And your boy won not one, not two. But $130. <laughs> That's crazy. That On you did a $2 that. spin. I remember that. That was yeah. nuts. That's good that you so... remember that because, yeah. Are there things I... that you don't remember from that night? No, but there are definitely no. things that, like, when someone says it, I go, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, if you ask me to piece together, like, yeah. Yeah. like generally speaking, I can remember, okay, we had these conversations in this order at yeah. this bar. And then, like, yeah these events happened someone was like was like oh remember when you did this and i was like oh yeah i totally remember that but it's like i don't it's not like top of mind if that makes sense that's like a weird that's like a weird drinking you know uh quirk where it's like no i remember everything that happened but like you have to remind me you know it's Mm. like i can't i can't like it's locked in but i have the key yeah to open up your mind No, I definitely, I, I definitely drank more than um, one drink per location, but I was That's cruising. Okay. You were cruising. You were doing yeah, great. You I was were, cruising. For those that don't know, Patrick, when he drinks, gets extremely loquacious. And uh-huh. so we, <laughs> there was not a thought that entered your little head that we did not know about. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's funny. I, I, get, I get weird. 
But no, it wasn't weird. It was fun. Was, it was endearing. It was like, oh, look at him go. I was sitting next to I was sitting next to these two Chicagoans. 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 And she goes, um, uh, do you want anything else? The bartender goes, Do you want anything else? And I go, yeah. nah, I'm cut off. And uh oh, I remember this. The girl, the girl next to me goes, What are you cut off for? And I was like, <laughs> No, like I'm. He was like, she's like, you. She, he cut you off. I was like, no, this guy definitely did not cut me off. John Blood would not cut me off. No, he would never. He would. He would be like, keep drinking. Yeah, <laughs> tried this one. It's very good. Um, but I that was, like, was really no, funny because it was like we were talking to this person and we were like, yeah, we're we are done drinking because we feel like we've reached the limit of like how much we can drink. And she was like, but like, why did he cut you off? Like <laughs> she just didn't understand. I was like, like no, no, no. <laughs> you could choose to not off. keep going, which was really funny. Yeah, it was it? That was a really interesting. I, I I do remember that. That's the one thing that stuck with me. Like yeah. the next day, I was like, "Man, I'm really glad that I never did that." You know, I'm really to glad that fair, I never been in that spot. We were at a bar at 1:30 in the morning on a Monday night, so that's a good point. You have to think about the types of people that would still be there when we were there. Uh huh. It's the yeah. people who are not working early hours tomorrow. You know. Yeah. Or maybe they are, and they just yeah, are superhuman. Maybe, but that's yeah. the kind of thing you can do once in a while. Like yeah. I, yeah, I agree. My, I, we got home, we got back to the hotel at two and I was like, Oh my gosh, we have a big day tomorrow. And I was like, Oh, well, you know, I'm just going to drink coffee. You know, I'll rally. I'll sleep on the plane ride home, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I woke up and I was talking to Keith at lunchtime. And I was like, I'm like, I have not felt it all morning. Wow. And he was like, yeah, I can't even tell that you were out until 2 a.m. But yeah, I only got like four hours of sleep because my body woke me up at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern time. Oh, no. <laughs> which is 5 a.m. <laughs> local time. Yeah, the jet lag is rough. Yeah, that one one hour jet lag. I'm so yeah. excited for Israel. <laughs> Dude, how far away is Israel um, in terms of time hours? I don't know, but the Mormon Jews made it. So The so Mormon. The, Jew, the Jews <laughs> from Mormonism. The Mormon Jews? Yeah, so the Mormon Jews, the Jews that came from Mormonia to America and uh-huh. founded Mormonism. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you calling Mormons Jews or are you calling Jews Mormons? Because that's a very, uh, those are two different things. So the Jews, the Mormons believe that Israelites of the lost tribe of Israel oh, came sailed to America. to America. Yes. Yeah. Like Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. Much like Marco Polo or Ponce de Leon or Christopher Columbus. Don Quixote. Looks like Don Quixote sailed the yeah. ocean blue in fourteen hundred ninety-two. So you, so but you didn't answer my question. Yeah. How far away is it in time hours? Fourteen. Ryan. Ryan, we need you. Pull up. How far away is Israel? He's pulling it up. He's looking it up. He spelled Israel Israel on the Google. <laughs> is it is? Israel is eight hours ahead of Oklahoma City. Thank you, Ryan. Um. So it'll be so we'll leave in what like the middle of the day. So let's say our flight leaves from JFK at noon, and then we arrive in Tel Aviv. So it take how long is the flight? Is that like a surely that's like an eight hour flight, right? Oh well, it's like an eight hour flight to London, and then we fly from London to Israel. Oh, I get to go to London. Yeah, oh, oh. rub in it. I can't wait to walk off the plane oh, with you. We're gonna have so much fun in the London airport. I didn't even know that we were going to London. 
I'm so I'm gonna buy everything. I'm gonna get a hat. I'm gonna get little <laughs> pants. I'm gonna buy a copa tea in it. Oh, I'm gonna. Go. I walk up. I walk up the place. So this is where G.K. Chesterton flew to America. Yeah, this oh, is the airport boy. that G.K. Chesterton so flew out of. Free Thomas More. That's they gonna be have, my. They thing. they're gonna wear a T-shirt that says "Free <laughs> Free Thomas, Thomas Moore." <laughs> Thomas More did nothing wrong. Uh, <laughs> reinstitute the or take back take back Westminster Abbey. Yeah, that's oh man. How long is our layover there? Because if it's not we gotta long. go to we gotta go to Big Ben. <laughs> Say what's see, up. See the Queen. Give her a little tip. Oh smooch. man, she's, yeah, yeah, she's she is. dead. She is deceased. But that won't stop us, will it? <laughs> we, I, we're gonna that, we're gonna grave sir, the Queen. Sir, you can't you can't check this shovel. I'm sorry, you can't carry the oh. shovel on. You're gonna have to check it. Yeah, but it's what if I told you it was a I royal think Leo shovel? Leo just slammed sir. on the door. <laughs> hey, buddy. That's crazy. Are we stopping at any other exotic locations on our way to the Holy <laughs> Land? <laughs> oh, man. Like Richard the Lionheart, I'm traveling from England to the Holy Land. You can't I'm going to get a Crusader tattoo. That I, don't, that I don't know. Did you Did you like your... Uh, are you getting the tattoo in the Holy Land? You know, it's kind of a point of contention in my marriage at this moment. Uh, oh, whether so or not we won't I'm, talk I'm, about it then. <laughs> I'm going to get that. No, we can talk about it. It's... Uh, if you were to convince maybe a hesitant wife as to why a kind of cool, hot, sexy husband should get a tattoo <laughs> in the Holy Land, what would be some of your – this is a hypothetical. What would be some of your arguments that you would posit? Pretty please. Pretty <laughs> please. Please have a tattoo. <laughs> It'll look so cool. Me and Patrick will have a matching one. We can yeah. get it on the same arm. We can touch arms. Yeah. Um. I My <laughs> – this is all. This is a point of contention, not in my marriage, but in my relationship with my great aunt Colleen. So she really? was not. <laughs> this is yeah. My, oh, that's my aunt Colleen, my aunt Colleen, who listens to the podcast. Hi, aunt Colleen. Hey, uh, my aunt, aunt Colleen, Colleen, who listens to the podcast. Uh, she was not pro tattoo, but this was my this was my uh, my kind of understanding of the situation. Yeah. Like, all right, so it's an ancient tattoo. The tattoo stamp is like four hundred years old. It's the tattoo cool. parlor is seven hundred years old. Like Ooh. Christians have been getting these tattoos for centuries yeah yeah and so like for me it's like okay, which is so aunt you... colleen that's since before you were born <laughs> indeed <laughs> indeed um and uh yeah so like my my like my approach to it is like okay so let's say i get the tattoo and i regret it in five years which is possible yeah that's okay it's like a connection to my christian heritage you know mm -hmm. and there's not a lot of that around yeah so that's how i kind of feel we don't it. really have any connection to our christian heritage mm -mm. like really people people christians who went from the west to the holy land would receive this tattoo as like a commemoration of going to the most important place on earth the place yeah. where god lived for yeah the place that god thought was so cool interesting that god didn't pick you know tampa i was gonna say california so i'm glad we're on the same page there <laughs> the west yeah. coast the worst coast yeah, people have said that kind of the the land in the Holy Land is the most similar, like out of all of the places in the world, to Kansas. Like they say that they're kind of really. The so part of me is like God maybe just like Kansas maybe was booked when he <laughs> came, and so he had to go to Israel. Um, Someone else was doing stuff. They were sacrificing children over well, that's, there. That's that's where the Mormon like, Jews were. They, the Mormon they, Jews, are, yeah. they were busy over there doing putting plates in the ground commemorative yeah. bowling plates <laughs> <laughs> oh 
imagine if it's like you dig out, you finally get into the Mormon temple and you open it up and you get to look at the plates and it's a commemorative bully plate with Elvis on it. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> oh man. Hunk of hunk of Mormonism uh, is great because you can like, it, it just, it just shows how, um, how biased people are to be like the place where I live is the most important place. Second only to the place where Jesus was. I mean, people have done this forever. Do you know what, do you know what British uh, Zionism is? I know what Zionism is, but I don't know what British Zionism is. I might be using the wrong term, but there's like a, a, str- a strain of Anglicanism that's like, no, the King of England is the new King David, and Britain Ooh. is the new Zion, and okay. God will build his kingdom here. That's actually based. I I <laughs> maybe might be that now. <laughs> Unfortunately, the sun set on the British Empire a while ago, so. Yeah. Give it, give it another six more hours. It'll rise back up again, baby. We're coming. We're coming back around. <laughs> and especially if you fly towards Israel, then it'll, the sun will come up sooner. That's true. Man, I'm so excited. Do you think well, they went through time changes when they sailed the ocean blue in 1492? I think they just went to bed when the sun went down. And they were like, oh, it must be the same time in Portugal. I don't think I don't think they thought about it that way. I think they said it's nighttime. <laughs> And, they were like, wow, the boat lag is really getting Yeah, to me. right. <laughs> they didn't have boat lag. They just had they just were seasick. That's all oh. that they were. They were they died of dysentery or uh scurvy. Scurvy, that's what I was looking for. Dysentery is the organ trail. Yeah. Yeah. Scurvy. Or they died of or they died of water inhalation. Yeah. You just the one thing about water that you can't you can't really do that. It's not really for inhaling. Mm-hmm. Hey. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. You're not Speaking of things you can't inhale, do you you hear about that thing that's going on in the sky? There's like smoke in Canada or something. I mean, I know weed's legal up there. Yeah, so apparently in Canada, they smoke so much so weed much that weed. Now you can't breathe the air in New York <laughs> <laughs> or something. Uh, Ryan, look that up. What's going on in the air? Do you know what I'm talking about? I know I know what it is. He doesn't have to look it up. I can tell you oh. off off my dome. I've only seen bits and pieces of it from the internet. By the so time know. by the time this podcast comes out, it will be old news because of how quickly the, the news cycle goes. But uh, there's wildfires that were all lit by federal agents in Canada at the same time. <laughs> 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 Did they advo- need our help or something? They could have <laughs> just called. To advocate for socialist policies on climate change. And You're uh, kidding. I'm, I am. So let's be okay. clear. I am kidding. I think what actually happened is that there were lightning strikes that happened in a lot of different places across Nova Scotia that then when some winds blew in, it kicked up the fires and they started to spread. However, if you look at the satellite, it looks like all the fires started at the same time. And so it's like, <laughs> and there's no cloud. So it's like, where did they come from? But uh that's just my that's just my this is my those are the people on Twitter that I have to put in a box. It's like this is really funny if it's true, but it's probably not true. People are posting people are posting like pictures of of their weather app and it's like do not breathe the air outside. It's <laughs> it's crazy. Like, which what's crazy about air is that if it's outside, it's inside. You know what I mean? Like if someone opens the it whole up. concept of air conditioning is that it takes the air from the outside, conditions it. And then puts it inside. It doesn't and so, shampoo at first. No shampoo. Hair it's, shampooing. I never know what to do. I've always been just a one product in my hair kind of guy. Yeah. So I, when I stay at these hotels, 
and they have the shampoo and the conditioner. I don't know which one goes first. And I actually don't know what the conditioner does. I know what the shampoo so, does. Yeah. It cleans. So it's interesting. That, but before you answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> interesting that conditioner obviously conditions your hair. Shampoo. What does it do? Shampoo strips the oil away from your hair on the dirt. And then conditioner puts moisture back in. Why? Why isn't it called stripper then? Why? I mean, I know probably why. Now that I say it, I know probably why it's not called that. that but it's that so it. it's now so funny that, that the that the thing that conditions is called conditioner, but the thing that strips your hair of the oils in the dirt is called shampoo. Where? Yeah. What is the etymology? Um, I think it comes from the Greek. Yeah. Sham shamb sham so is like the shaman. Greek word for strip. Really. And then Poo is the Greek word for poo. So it strips the poo out of your hair. Ryan, look it up. Ryan, look it up. Look it up. Out of your hair. What's the etymology for shampoo? Yeah, look at (laughs) shampoo. It's so that's you gotta hit the backspace there. Shampoo. Shampoo. (laughs) He tried to type shampoo. It's S H capital M P O O. Shampoo. Okay. What is it? So here we go. We need the origin. Uh, It's from a Hindi word. Nice. Okay, so maybe I should not use shampoo. Uh, mid, stop scrolling. Mid-18th century, in the sense, massage as part of a Turkish bath process from uh-huh. Hindi, campo, press, imperative of campagna. So it comes from a word of press from like a Turkish bath massage. Gross. That I, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I agree. There's one thing the Turks are known for. Shampooing, baby. Yeah. The baths in Turkey are prolific. Indeed. I don't have anything else to add. I don't, I don't know much about <laughs> I'm fresh out. I'm fresh out of Turkish bathhouse material, actually. Yeah. But Just ran know. out. Give me look, hit me in a couple days and I'll be back. Yeah, really. Speaking <laughs> we, of bathhouses, sorry. Well, I was just I, I have bathhouse material, but not Turkish bathhouse material. Yeah, go f- launch launch the show. I watched John Wick for the first time on the plane. Really? I had never seen John You've Wick. You've never seen John Wick? Until yesterday. Well, two days ago. Yeah, I know, right? What'd you think? I loved it. Yeah. I was, I was like, yeah, he's a bad boy. <laughs> Welcome to the Brotherhood, man. I like John Wick because he has no character development. He doesn't need at any. all. He's just a force. He reverts. He doesn't go forward. He goes backwards, if anything. I think they're trying to be like, oh, he's struggling with his inner demons and he's he wants to be a good man, but he No. He he's just a guy. They kill his dog, and so he kills all of them. And then John Wick chapter two is they stole my car in the yeah. first movie, so yeah. I'm going to keep killing them. Yes. And then John Wick chapter three. No spoilers. They, they Halle Berry is in it. That's about all I remember. Good to hear John she's Mc still Chapman. getting work. Yeah, she's doing great. I haven't seen John McFour. A lot of people are saying like, oh, John Mc movies are lame. Like there's it's the you know thing gets popular and has a bunch of movies made. So everyone's like, I never liked it in the first place. Mm-hmm. John Wick one is a great film. It's, it's so tight. Good. It's tight. It's got enough lore to make you think like, oh, this is kind of crazy, but not like too much like the later movies that it sort of overwhelms you. Yeah. And you like can tell from the moment that the mob boss kind of just like puts down his phone that like. John Wick is just like the craziest dude on the planet. And it's just, 
It's awesome. I've never seen anything like that where they introduce the character so well. It's so good. Because every time, every time he like is about to kill a guy, he's like, what's up, Jeremy? And Jeremy's like, oh, shoot. Hey, John. (laughs) (laughs) So you're back, huh? Yep. Yep. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool that you watched the movie on the plane. And you're thinking about it because there's a bathhouse in the film. Yes. He tries to kill the kid in the bathhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I was just sad when they killed the dog. Yeah. You were? Uh-huh. I wasn't. <laughs> like get he deserved new, it. Get a new wife, not a new dog, bro. Yeah, dude, seriously. Yeah, come on. Grieve better. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if instead of a dog his dead wife sent him a new his dead wife sent him a new wife instead of a dog? That would kind of probably be better for him. And then he names the wife Daisy <clears throat> instead. I'm thinking you're so good at killing, go after cancer. Take it out. <laughs> Take it out. Hunt it Can- down. Cancer's like, hey, we just infected a new body. This body is John Wick's body. Oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. We're screwed. It's the exact same plot of John Wick, but it's Osmosis Jones Osmosis style. Jones. <laughs> and it's John Wick's white T blood cells fighting off cancer, <laughs> and all the cancers are Russian mobsters. And then we we kill them and we win. And it's Ukrainian war propaganda. And it's John Wick. To <laughs> Osmosis Jones. Is, is John Wick Ukrainian propaganda? No, it was made in 2014, which actually oh. was right around when they invaded Crimea. So maybe, maybe, maybe. I wanted to talk about something today. Yep. Well, I want to talk about a few things. We're we're not nearing the end of our time, but we're, we also might be nearing the end of our time. It's fine by me. We should tell people what we're doing, and we're mixing it up. Oh, yeah, we're mixing things up. So we decided to give you guys twice the podcast. Yeah, we're doing really, first of all, you're welcome. Can I start there? <laughs> Second of all, we've been thinking about, hey, we could do one one-hour podcast with banter and a topic and a dating question every week, and that would be fine. Or we could do banter and a topic for like 45, 50 minutes. And then a whole other episode dedicated to dating. That's also 45 to 50 minutes. So you'd get an hour and a half to two hours of content a week. Same price. Free. And we just upload twice a week. And uh, our episode on Wednesday is going to be a date. Because we had so much fun doing the dating episode last week. Yep. That it was just like, man. We should do this again. I kind of want to keep doing this. And So uh, now. So now. So now, here's the pitch. Here's the pitch. If Let me you, tell you the pitch. If you think that this episode, yeah, the episode we're dropping on Wednesday, yeah, and a bonus crunch on Patreon, oh, which is no I wasn't even a book club. I wasn't even going to do a Patreon thing here, but go for it. If you think those three things are worth a cup of coffee, mm. ten bucks a month. And even if you don't want to give ten bucks a month, we're still going to give you two episodes a week for free because we love you yep. and we think that that would be better for us and also better content and also it'd probably be more fun. So yeah. there'd be more episodes flying around. Plus more people. people are always like, you got to listen to this episode's dating corner. I'm like, what if we just had the dating, dating corner, corner be... be the episode? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if the thing that everybody loved was the only thing that we did. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of trying to do a bunch of stuff that nobody likes, <laughs> like all no, of the rest of our episodes. Topic. People love the topic. People. I saw You see that comment on one of our YouTube videos the other day. I, I don't read it, them. <laughs> I I do. It was clearly from like an old guy where it was like. How did was, he figure out how to use YouTube? Who let I, him out of the home? It was like the liturgy wars. And he was like, 
I'm 14 minutes in and it hasn't started yet. I don't have all day to wait around for this. And it's like, you, <laughs> you clearly had enough time to leave a comment. So like, are yeah. you, are you really that busy? That's really funny. Uh, yeah. But it, ever since then, I've been so self-conscious. It's like, Oh, what if, what if we're wasting 45 year old men's time? Turn everyone else moderation on and don't let anything in except for the positive comments. I'll let nothing in. Yeah. I want, I don't want to feel anything positive or negative. I want to be like Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> from 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 Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Marcus Aurelius in Degrassi? Yeah, no, those are the names of those are the two names of Drake's legs. They didn't feel anything. No, 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 no. Uh, you uh-huh. can't uh-huh. say yeah. that. As you can. As you can. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Patrick. What? <laughs> I don't know why naming Drake's legs in Degrassi. Marcus so and Aurelius. Funny. Marcus and Aurelius. <laughs> <laughs> these are my two. These are my two legs. Yeah. Marcus and Aurelius. And let me tell you. Yeah, and this is my wheelchair meditations. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Drake. Oh, man. What made you think of Degrassi in the first place? I don't know. I was just trying to think of a goofy uh, goofy TV show. <laughs> goofy place to put a, a Roman general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so silly. Oh, so that's what we're doing. So we're doing two episodes a week. And uh, Sunday episode is going to be very similar to the podcast you know and love except we're extracting out the dating corner and we're putting it as its whole separate episode on Wednesdays. So we're excited. Let us know what you think in the discord bit.ly slash crunch discord. We're really, really pumped about the change. It's an experiment. Uh, It is an experiment, but we feel really, really good about it. We've thought really hard about it. Um, And we just had a lot of conversations at this thing that we were at the other day that kind of confirmed some of our thoughts. So we're just going to go for it. We're not going to wait, even though I'm in a crazy busy time. And uh, less than 24 hours from now, I will be closing on a house, which is yeah. insane. That is insane. We've been talking about this community house thing for like a long time. Since like, you have. it feels like October of 2021 that we've been talking mm. about this. Um, yeah. Or at least like, maybe not on the pod, but at least amongst our friends here. Mm. Like we had every, all those people over to our house to kind of pitch the idea of living in community back in straight up October, 2021. So the fact that it's now like one day away from us taking the first real step of like, okay, we're doing this. We're moving next door to our friends and we're moving down the street from our other friends. And we're trying to get like two or three other couples to move there. It's like, boom, feels kind of, it feels weird. I don't know if you've experienced this yet. Maybe you have, Mm -hmm. it feels weird to like take a step. That's like definitively into adulthood in a way that's like not retractable you know like yeah obviously like having a kid is like that but that just feels like an extension of my marriage you know and like my relationship with emma more so than like a participation in society writ large you know (laughs) yeah but like buying a house and paying property taxes and like setting up a sprinkler system you know like feel like this crazy leap into this world that like it's permeable, but only one way. Like you can only kind of go through it and then you can't really come back, you know? Yeah, that's what you mean. It's a very odd sensation that I've been thinking about. 
there's i don't know if there's like a comparable i mean you've heard me talk about this before it's like for femininity is very like Mm. family Mm -hmm. oriented like Mm -hmm. uh, you know bringing new people into the world oriented and then adam was tasked with you know both you know i i need to i need to explain this well so both yeah. adam and eve were tasked with be fruitful multiply till the garden right but no, it was like, all it was all eve eve was eve was eve was obviously more so tasked with bringing children to the world than adam was adam is more so tasked with tilling the garden than eve and so like i think with when it comes to like the early parts of your your life as an adult you're like going through you know the relational family building aspect mm-hmm. and then like when you take a step like buying a house yeah or starting like a real business not just like mm-hmm. opening an llc but like oh mm-hmm. like brick and mortar like ribbon cutting like you're in charge of people it's like i mean we're listening to a podcast and he was like yeah like i need to make sure that people's mortgages are get paid like mm-hmm. i need to make payroll and it's like that's yeah. a lot of responsibility like, i need to pay for this mortgage because it's different than missing a rent payment right it's missing a mortgage payment. And if you yeah. don't do that, you just get kicked out of a house and you're out like $300,000, you know, yeah. it's just, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind like, of, it's not scary. Like I don't, I'm not like, obviously we're, we've discerned it. It makes sense. Like we're not putting ourselves in any sort of financial risk. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I'm not worried that I'm not going to be able to pay my mortgage, but it's also just like that exact fact. Like if I don't, you know, I can, but if something were to happen and I like all of my, my legs begin to be named Marcus and Aurelius and I can't go to work anymore and like something crazy happens Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, then it's like, okay, there's ways out of that. You know, we've got savings and we've got family and we've got friends. Like we have a support network, but like Mm -hmm. how far can that stretch before it all goes away? And then it's like, and it's like, so like the permeable wall that I was talking about, like, yeah, you can kind of go through it willingly one way, but you can go back through it the other way, but you kind of like get kicked back down, you know? Yeah. If like yeah. something bad happens and mm-hmm. it's not so much that like, Oh yeah, I'm willingly going to go from owning a house to like renting and uh, you know, having less of a family and fewer yeah. responsibilities. Like that just typically is not how people go you know mm-hmm. so yeah it's like it's, it's you're, you're you're building something that's real you're like you're yeah. owning real estate <laughs> yeah true yeah. yeah it's hard to like the adam and eve comparison is so good because it's uh like the tilling and the keeping the shamar you know that word that gets thrown around a lot in the men's talks but the actual like i've never heard of it actually are you joking maybe i just don't listen hard enough to men's talks it's uh, it's that word keep in uh, Hebrew. Oh, Shamar. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's like kind of to to guide. I think is maybe a better mm-hmm. word or like shepherd uh, in mm-hmm. a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's this idea that like okay, now that I, I like have this house. All of a sudden, there's like this little piece of the world that like it doesn't belong to me. Like I'll own it according to the deed on the sheet of paper, you know, like I can do what I want with it, but like eventually I'm going to die. And so it's like, and so will everyone in my family, you know? And so it's Mm -hmm. like, all of this stuff is like, I'm kind of here for this period of time that I don't really know how long it is. And all the instruction that you kind of get as a man is to just like, just guide what's been entrusted to you until it's no longer your job to guide it anymore. And it's like, 
that's kind of like a crazy like it's so simple but it's also like the most intense and real thing that you could ever yeah. do you yeah know? so i've just been kind of like sitting in that and like while we're packing yeah. up all these boxes and it's just a mess like you can't even you can't even see how crazy it is but um you gotta get a u-haul there's no internet at this house so that's a whole other thing that's i don't crazy. know how i don't know how we're gonna podcast <laughs> this is insane like, yeah the, the at&t billions of dollars i'm gonna <laughs> buy a share of at&t stock and make them bring internet to my house i don't know how that works <laughs> but i think that's what i can do i'm gonna but buy at&t and my, see if they can just my friends that are two streets over have at&t in mm-hmm. this neighborhood i asked them to bring it to my house and they're like mm-hmm. oh sorry the computer it has a red x instead of a green check so you can't have it i was like you're a robot you're supposed to be a human being. Why are like, you a robot? What? Can't you just call someone and tell them to like connect the wires and like bring it a few hundred extra yards over Set up here? An extension cord or something. Yeah. I don't know. Put it in one of those green boxes. I don't know what's in there, but it looks safe. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I went over to Cox Communications. I was like, hey, AT&T can't provide. I'm willing to pay for your service. And they said, same thing. There's a red X and not a green arrow. So we can't do it. So then I go to freaking... T-Mobile, it's like, hey, you guys have clearly internet, like phone service, because I get phone service out here. Uh, let me do the home internet thing. And they're like, sorry, we don't provide. I said, fine, I'm going to Verizon. So I go into the Verizon store. I'm like, hey, so T-Mobile, those schmucks, they said that they can't provide home internet for me. But I know that you guys probably can. And they're like, sorry, the computer says that we don't provide it to that address. So I'm like, is how am I going to the only way to get internet is by there's like there is a cell tower i just don't think it's a t-mobile or a verizon cell tower and there's this local oklahoma company where they put Mm -hmm. like a dish on my house and it like beams to the tower and then that's how i get internet it'll Uh be fine it's how like a lot of people in rural areas areas have to get internet and i think we'll get fiber soon but it's also like man i guess i'm not live streaming anytime soon yeah really. so that's I hate shamaring when it comes to <laughs> setting up utilities in a new construction home because you got to be on the phone and you got to like walk people through. Like I see, I know that it's not on the the website because it's new. So you have to, it like, you got to, surely you've done this before. Like There's, this never, cannot be the first house that's ever been built. Like <laughs> you've got water. Internet. You brought water to all these other houses. Why can't you bring it to mine? Like it, yeah. Anyway, so I've just been in a bit of a. I I've tizzy. been thinking Shamar is an interesting. Where have you heard yeah. this word? I've never heard this word. Before. In like men's talks and stuff. Interesting. Focus. We don't, we maybe I don't go enough focus. men's talks. Yeah. But yeah, I think Shamar is like, the right word. Ryan, can you check and make sure that Shamar is the right word? Do you know if it is? You probably heard it. No, Ryan doesn't know. Look up Shamar. <laughs> Shamar. No, A M A M A R. Shamar Hebrew type Hebrew. yeah to exercise great care over okay cool yeah is the literal translation i've been i've been thinking a lot about wealth recently Ooh, yeah i've been thinking a lot about wealth and like you know as a concept you know Mm -hmm. beyond just like the material like not it's all material wealth is obviously material but beyond like the money aspect of wealth like having a lot of money you know yeah i think you know as catholics we look at people like Jeb Bezos and Il- Ilan Musk, 
mm-hmm. Elon Musk, and we're like, oh yeah, he's he's wealthy because he has a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like he's got billions of dollars. That's like a hard, that's like a weird way to say it because it's not technically true. Like he's worth that much money, but like the wealth that he hit, he has like, it's people that are wealthy don't just have like high paying jobs right. where they get a lot of money in exchange for their time or services or like a lot of property where people pay them money to use their property. It's like, it's not, the wealth is not the money. The wealth is the property. The wealth is the business. The wealth is like that produces value for other people and allows them to, and like the good thing that wealth can do is it can make other people wealthy. Sometimes you hear with like, you know that thing that people say when they're like, oh, that, that wealthy person deserves all their money because they're making jobs. You've heard that before? Uh, Yeah. Something yeah. similar to that. Yeah. I think that's half true. But it's like the duty of like people who have wealth mm-hmm. is to like help other people gain it as well. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. the, the purpose of wealth, I think, is to like raise other people's standard of living beneath yeah. you. Like your son is hierarchically lower than you. Yes. And he cannot Darn buy right. a house for himself. Yeah. But like you. Because he's poor. <laughs> he has no money. Like he, won't, he can't joke. get a job. Nobody wants to work anymore, especially not my <laughs> six month old. I mean, it's that's like literally true. It's like he's poor. He has no money. He has yeah. literally nothing. Yeah. And so your good <laughs> benefits him because yeah. he's and then it sets him up to be able to go do the same thing himself. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, our system does not really like encourage wealth. No. Nah. Because like you can't just pass on your house to your son very easily without him like getting slammed. Like you can't, you know, like it's 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 difficult to pass on a business ownership to a child. You know, it's There's like a whole HBO show about that. Yeah, it's like Yeah, succession. That's yeah. Ryan's laughing. He never seen it, never seen it. It's good. But, you should watch it. I'm good. I don't okay. need another thing. I'll All watch right. it on the plane ride to Israel. <laughs> That's good. You could probably watch the whole thing. Yeah. On account but, of the I don't know. It's like, I think there there's two two sins, right? Is like, oh, for the upper class, it's like not rightfully bringing people up into your wealth and enjoying your wealth, like the fruit of your labor, and like bring them up as well. And on the other side, it's just seeking after not wealth but just money. Mm-hmm. You know, I think cultivating wealth is like cultivating a good harvest. Mm-hmm. It's something that is good. Desiring a bountiful harvest does not make you greedy, you know? It makes yeah. you like desiring to do something well. Whereas like desiring a lot of money is silly. Yes. You know? Because desiring a lot of money is desiring consumption. Desiring wealth is desiring production, hmm. you know, as opposed to consumption. Does that yes. make sense? It does. I've been thinking a lot about that recently. Because we have we have some friends who are very holy and good, wealthy people. Yes. And I want to be like them when I grow up. Me too. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything to add. I'm I'm just kind of caught up in my my move. That's really all I'm thinking about. You're in your mood. I'm my move. move. Oh, I thought you said you were in your mood, and I was like, oh. yeah, you go off, queen. No, I'm in my I'm in my I'm in my U-Haul rental era. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm box maxing. I'm box maxing right now. I'm high key box maxing. I'm I'm uh, I'm hand truck pilled. That's that's, <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. Did you hire movers? Nah, dude, you should hire movers. It's too late. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I, we have no, enough. We have enough friends that make it. Oh, okay. It'll be easy. Yeah. Serious, like I, our movers literally saved us like hundreds of dollars because they made everything fit in the smaller truck, mm. so we didn't have to take the bigger truck. Nice. It does cost more when you're driving cross country. We're just driving like that's true. Because like the dollar per mile or whatever, it's like yeah, it doesn't really make much. That'll, of that'll a kill you. But for yeah, like I'm moving 20 minutes across town, so. Um, I'd like to thank Decided Excellence for sponsoring this episode. Go to decidedexcellence.com. Check out all of the stuff that they're doing over there. They've been a great partner for us. Uh, if you want, we're going to be making another podcast. It's a dating podcast. It's coming out on Wednesday. If you like that and you want even more, you can go to patreon.com slash the crunch where we do a full hour of bonus content, just like what you've just watched, where we get into our lives, we talk a little bit more personal stuff. We swear a little bit. We we uh, we really let the filter off. We drink I will say. watermelon Malibu. We one rum. of us drinks watermelon Malibu rum, uh, maybe a little bit too much to the point where it's concerning. But that's over on Patreon, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/TheCrunch. Check us out. The ten dollar month and up level gives you a whole bonus podcast every week. So that's three crunches a week instead of if just you're gonna be an one. alcoholic, you should pick something that's better than watermelon rum. Yeah. You know, you should pick yes. like whiskey. Yeah, but not too expensive whiskey. So you don't want to be a poor alcoholic. You know, yeah, that's like, the worst. You can't Imagine be getting addicted. Just to be like... one or the other. Don't be both. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It, it's a good point. Uh, you can join our Discord, bit.ly slash crunch discord. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram where I go viral once a week. Uh, Instagram.com slash the crunchcast. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Contribute to my quest to become wealthy, patreon.com slash the crunch. Seize the music production. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. And we will see you all on Wednesday. Ah!